Go For Broke is a new podcast that examines historical moments of irrational confidence. It's a fun dose of 90s and early 2000s nostalgia that might feel like a pleasant distraction from our current moment. And the first season takes a look at the original dot-com bubble from the rise of companies like Netscape to the fall of iconic businesses like Pets.com. And it covers how venture capital and the stock market led to trillions of dollars to fund the early days of the internet. But then everything sort of seemed to fall apart. Joining me is the host of Go For Broke, Julia Furlan. Hey, Julia. Hey, Teddy. Thanks so much for having me. Sure thing. So on this new show, I want to talk about some of the themes and how that sort of applies to tech business news that we cover in 2020. But first of all, tell me a little bit about the podcast and how you approach the dot-com bubble of the 90s. The show basically looks at the dot-com bubble, talks about sort of like the forces that led all of us to this moment where where there was like mania and stocks were going wild and mm-hmm. dot com companies were like frothing and existing and then disappearing and my hope is that people today will be able to take some really solid lessons from this moment and and think about like what's going on right now how how does it apply <laughs> so how how does it apply tell me like why cover the story now in 2020 You know, I think that a lot of what was going on during the dot-com bubble, I like to think of them as like the the sort of like strings that we're still pulling on today. Mm -hmm. There are antitrust hearings of Microsoft in 1995. Um, There were all of the folks who like worked in the early internet. A lot of them are still active today. There's e-commerce. There's this moment when Netscape does an IPO where like, all of the money arrives in Silicon Valley. And that's something that like, you know, if you look at it and then you look at current Silicon Valley, there are a lot of things that are still very, very current about the way that things went down, both financially and technologically. So you mentioned Netscape. In one of your episodes I was just listening to, you focus on sort of the origins of the dot-com bubble Mm -hmm. and the importance of one year. Tell me about that year and will you set the scene for us to explain what happened? 1995 was this year when Netscape IPO'd. The episode is about how the Bay Area is just like completely transforming. And it's like everybody woke up and realized like, oh, we can make money on the internet. We actually talked to a lot of folks who were were active at Netscape at the time. Roseanne Sino is one of the first women at the company, women executives at the company. And she just like, she she really put it into, into context. It's also invigorating to have a sense where nothing is impossible. We just did it. And the full repercussions of that, no one thought about. Right. Who's got time to think about repercussions when everything's happening so fast? Mark Zuckerberg may have popularized the term move fast and break things, but he's not even in middle school in 1994, and the Netscape crew already has that mentality down pat. This idea that, like, you don't do things 100%, you do them as, you know, fast as you can, you do it to about 80%, and you just shove it out there, and you fix it as you go. You know, um, we always said at Netscape, you don't aim for 100%, you aim for 80%. Roseanne and Tara Hernandez and a lot of the other folks that were working at Netscape, you know, those are names that maybe maybe you don't know. Tara works at Google now, but 
Like one important name at Netscape at the time is Mark Andreessen, who (laughs) at the time, you know, Roseanne was in charge of like getting him on the cover of magazines. And there he is on the cover of Time magazine. He's barefoot. He's 24 years old, 24, 25 years old on the cover of Time magazine on a throne. And that was who he was then. He was this like sort of like nerdy wonderkind. Mark Andreessen now is like a huge power player, not just in the tech world and the investing world, in, you know, in the political world, too. Sure. So how did the IPO affect the Bay Area? Tell me about kind of the creation of wealth in Silicon Valley after Netscape. Yeah, I mean, it really changed the Bay Area. We spoke to Katerina Fake, who is a, she's now a venture capitalist, but at the time she was sort of like, she moved to San Francisco with this like bohemian idea of just, you know, no intention of working in tech, ended up working in in tech and actually ended up working at Netscape, running their community boards, like being a sort of host for their community boards. But she basically puts it in this like perfectly hilarious way. There was a sudden influx of 27-year-old dudes in khaki pants and blue shirts riding around in BMWs. And you're like, who is that asshole? The rents started to creep up faster and faster. Suddenly, you started noticing all these people that were very different, that were kind of so-called working in tech. The people who came to work in technology, quote unquote, didn't come to build things they came to make money. And those kinds of people are very different from the people who were around at the time. And it was very noticeable. So the Bay Area, there was so much more money than there had been before. It feels like the very sort of idealistic thought of the internet and and how it was going to connect people and these like very lovely, very earnest ideals when the money came, it changed everything. And I think I would I would argue to say that it still is is changing everything today. So tell me about the fall of Netscape. What was the downfall that you explored in this episode? Why did it crumble? You know, there the thing about telling this story is that there's like not one thing that caused everything to crumble. With Netscape, um, there was competition. Uh, With Netscape, it was the browser wars. Internet Explorer came on. uh, At the time, Netscape had 70% market share, 72% market share. This is soon after the IPO. But by 2000, 1999, Netscape doesn't have that market share. And instead, Internet Explorer, due to its business ties to Microsoft, Internet Explorer is coming on every computer that people buy. And this is like when the the peak time when people are like all of a sudden buying their first personal computer to have in their house. So, you know, the, the browser wars really sort of killed Netscape in a larger way. Um, I feel like we can see things that are very, very relevant to today. Yeah. So tell me about that. What, what do you think resonates from sort of Silicon Valley culture in 2020? I think that there are, you know, there are some net positives, like the dot-com bubble is the reason that miles and miles of fast internet cable was laid. Um, All of those companies starting up ended up bringing infrastructure. But there's also just the like tech bro culture and the sort of like reverence for money and flashiness. These These are things that 
you see it starting in the early days, and it's not too hard to carry through to today. Julia Furlan is the host of the new podcast, Go For Broke, from the Vox Media Podcast Network. You can listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Julia, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Teddy. I really appreciate you.